You are listening to episode 196 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is John Mark Darrow. I am in Three Stream Studio in Homewood, Alabama with Jonathan Hafes, with Brad Brown. And I'm just going to go ahead and introduce our guest of honor for today, fellow Bluff Park resident and member here of Shades Valley. He works in the Parks and Rec Department at Hoover. What else could I say about him? He's just very kind. Jordan Yarbrough, welcome to the show. Hey. Howdy. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time. We've been talking about this for ages. That's right. And you've been such a huge fan of the podcast. Huge. For so long. (laughs) Probably the biggest. Yeah. Arguably. Have you listened to every episode? (laughs) Not every episode. I'll tell you this. You've definitely listened to more than Brad. I've gone back. For sure. I've gone back into the the history of this podcast. and (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've, I've dug into the depths. You know what? I, what's interesting to me, Brad, is anyone that has listened to a ton of the episodes or that has done what Jordan just described, like gone back into the archives, they're all newer to Shades people. Mm. It's, it's no longstanding Shades people. I don't know what that says. Maybe about. it's like a curiosity of what am I doing <laughs> as I join this church? What am I getting myself into? Whereas There's people who've been here for a long time are yeah. just like, we know these guys. We know their their shenanigans. We're exactly. Not, I don't know. They know what to expect. I yes. figured it would just save me some small talk. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, I thought we could start off by talking about what everyone did on President's Day. How'd you celebrate? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I love President's Day. What did you do? Did you go to the parade? Was there a parade? I don't I don't even know what President's Day is. I sang the is. President's song. Does anyone remember that? I don't remember it. <laughs> I do all. not. I don't think I ever even learned it. I learned the state song. How'd you celebrate? We had everybody over. We did a big cookout, had a bunch of games. No, we didn't. We do actually had a party. <clears throat> because February 19th was Moses' ninth birthday. Oh, wow. Hey. All right, Mo. Right. Yeah. Roll Tide. We had... <laughs> we had so it begins. <laughs> we had about <clears throat> 13 of his friends over to our house for mm. like two or three hours, and uh, we had a little foot two-hand touch football game out in our yard, and I put on my referee costume that I bought for Halloween. And I oh, put wow. that on and I refereed because I'm telling you, man, these kids, they're savage. Oh yeah. They, they need- get into it and there's mm-hmm. arguments can happen. So you need somebody there that can lay down the law. That's and right. Call it like they see it. Was so Ashley on video review? Me. See, see, I completely disagree. John Mark, you are taking away from these children the way that we all learned in a very healthy way to do what we call conflict management. Which was just, you know, when my friends and I were out there playing backyard football and we disagreed, we just fought yeah. <laughs> and beat the snot out of each other until someone got so ticked, they were like, I'm taking the ball home. Yeah. Well, it's a new day, Jonathan. is a soft generation <laughs> we're raising. Isn't it? For real. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Where are the bloody noses? <laughs> yeah. There was none of that, but we, they had a great time, and Moses, uh, we, we just had a blast. We had some cake. We had some pizza. He wanted a uh, pasta for dinner, so we went to Olive Garden. I, 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 <laughs> yes. And then I literally, I kid you Tell- not, on Tuesday, I felt awful. 
Shocking. I thought... Never saw that coming. I mean, I have never... And I didn't... It wasn't food poisoning. It wasn't right. anything like sure. that. It was just the malaise. Well, what'd the, you get? It was the, the unending pasta is it's what it the was. the breadsticks. It's the pasta. But in the moment, did you not enjoy it? I mean, come oh, on. Oh, it was great. Who doesn't love it's, Olive Garden? It's solid. The, the ambiance... The appetizers. Just feel like I'm in I felt Tuscany. like I was family. That's right, exactly. I felt like I was e- eating in Italy. Some homemade Italian food. So that's what we did. That was our President's Day. But it's kind of it is kind of fun though, because that that holiday has kind of fell pretty much on Moses' birthday, like every year. So that's we always cool. have a party. There's always like a day off where we get to do the party. So well, look at that. It falls really nicely. Lots of fun. Yep. I did some yard work. Good. It was good to just get outside, put down the screens. Get away from the world and my family. Did you listen and to some podcasts? I you were doing yard work. I did listen to some podcasts. I listened to the rest is history, and you, you love that podcast. I paid so that I have the. I'm part of the rest is history club. Wow, you really love it. Yes. So I've never even heard of this. What is this? Or you probably I, oh, told me. About I've it told you about this. It. It's uh, two historians. Uh, what are their names? Tom Holland. And oh, I know Tom Holland. I yes. mean, I, like, I don't know Tom Holland, but and like, Dominic, I know who Tom Holland Dominic is. Dominic Sandbrook. And I said that like Tom and I are friends. <laughs> Best buds. I know Tom. <laughs> and they just talk. They're two historians, and they just talk about different events. I would recommend starting with either their series on the Aztecs. Fascinating. Or their series on JFK. How long have they been doing this? There's 421 episodes. Jonathan, it's a big deal. I don't get into things that aren't a big deal. <laughs> okay? How do you have time to watch this between all your TV shows? I don't watch it. I listen to it. Whatever. <laughs> While I'm doing yard work. <laughs> so, yes, that's what I did. That's cool. Oh, my word. I um, I worked. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty par for the course there? <laughs> that's, that's what I... Well, Holly... Holly had to work, so Holly works part-time at uh, Action Martial Arts in Hoover. Yep. And so anytime there is a uh, school holiday, they pretty much do like a day camp situation for parents that have to work. And so oh, that's nice. all of the staff was out of town except for Holly, basically. So she was mm. in charge of the day camp. So with Holly being at work, like the kids wanted to go and hang out with her. And so I'm like, well... I guess I'll get my work done. Wow. See, Jonathan, the way your brain works is so different from mine. <laughs> Nobody's at the house. It's a potential day off. What am I going to do? Go work. <laughs> Love it. Jordan, what about you? Uh, we got a lot of holidays at the city, but President's Day is not one of them. What? So just a lot of meetings. Oh, my goodness. That is shocking. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. got some work done. Professional men at work. I, uh, I did some reflecting on presidents through our history. Um, As one good. does. I did. I've, I tried to think who my favorite president yeah, was. Yeah, who is it? Um, and then I realized that I needed to learn a lot more about <laughs> all the presidents to probably make the, the right decision. Well, so I started listening to a podcast about presidents. Oh. That I've listened to before, but are it's you, been a couple of years. Are you being serious right now? I'm being very serious, yeah. So wow. it's called um it's called Presidential. That's a great title. Um, but it, it goes through all the presidents through history and just talks about their upbringing and some of the things that shaped their their time as president and just their lives in general. So it's kind of an uneducated pick. 
and potentially an offensive pick, who would be your favorite president? Probably George Washington. Okay. I mean, you know, easy answer, right? But uh, I'm a big fan of how much he hated political parties. Mm. And that's kind of... All right, we're getting into politics. Spoiler alert, but (laughs) I do too. (laughs) Coming out, Jordan's coming out hot. Here comes what feels like my primary source of uh, presidential history as of late. As soon as you said that about him hating parties, the first thing that went through my mind is the line from the Hamilton song where George Washington sings, I want to warn about partisan fighting. <laughs> like, man, this is really what I'm relying on for my history. And then uh, yeah, it's it musical. really seeps in. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> oh, my word. Um, I mean, we could go easier, Jordan. It is an election year. You could just tell us what your favorite presidential candidate is for this year. Yeah, let's just start off with that. I can tell your you who, first, it's, I can first tell you who it's not. <laughs> Anyone on the ballot. (laughs) Well, quickly moving on. JM, do you have an album this week? JM's album of the week. Nice transition. All right. I'm very new to this band because I just started listening to it today. But this is just part of the process here at Shades Midweek is we got to find albums to feature. So I found this one. This is a band from Chicago called Freako. The album's called Where We've Been, Where We Go From Here. This track is called Get Numb To It. Let's listen to a little bit of this. has like a familiar quality to it that I like uh, after listening to the album a little bit and they merge a lot of different genres so there's like a little bit of post-punk there's some experimental rock going on chamber pop gang vocals it's a little raw but it's still thoughtful though I feel like yeah, I definitely know it, all of those genres I can name artists and all of them <laughs> Yes, yeah, so chamber pop. Chamber yeah, I think pop. He made man. that one up. <laughs> chamber pop. Uh, chamber pop's kind of like Beach Boys a little bit. It okay. reminds is me it? of Arcade Fire a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Same. It's in that lineage. I feel like of, and it's of indie bands. Frico. F R I K O. I was about to say because what I typed in did not return results that are this band. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. So what? spell that again. F-R-I-K-O. And I, they're a pretty new band. They've been around since 2019. This is from their Spotify Is this cool? Info. Are they a two-piece? Well, the band is a two-piece, but clearly when you listen right, to it, right. it's not just them. But, yes, I believe the two main contributors are the band, and maybe they hire out some friends or something. I'm not sure. Uh, the record was mastered by someone that has worked with Bjork and another indie band called Big Thief. So, anyways, there's a lot of cool music here. What there, do you think, Jordan? I dig it, and I love Big Thief. So, yeah, yeah, Big Thief's cool. Mm. Um, Frico is an Italian potato dish. I'm wondering if that's what they named. Maybe they're Italian. After. They are from Chicago. I was say Chicago. Mm. 
Pretty okay. cool. Lots of poetic lyrics. Uh, yeah. I'm still listening to it, but I'm digging it so far. So check that album out. It's uh, their only full length as of right now. I think they put out an EP at one point, maybe a couple of years ago. I'm not sure. They've got some singles and stuff, but check out this album. Really cool. All right. That's my album of the week. Some chamber pop here. Some real. <laughs> Definitely makes me think Beach Boys. Let it play all the way through. Jordan, what do you think about the intro? I love it. <laughs> I, I get so mad when y'all cut it off short. I, I need the full introduction. That's right. There is a gravitas to it, isn't there? Welcome there really to- is. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Bradford's Book Club. We're glad to have you with us. Sometimes... One book is not enough. To quote George Washington, actually, sometimes you need more than one book. Direct quote there. So sometimes on Bradford's Book Club, we go beyond one book to multiple books. When multiple books are together, sometimes that can be called a series. And today on the edition of Bradford's Book Club, we're going to be uh, talking about a series. So... Does the series have a name? I don't know. I'm looking at Amazon, and I don't see a name to the series. Oh, wait. Here we go. Questioning Faith. It does have a name. Questioning Faith series. And Jonathan has actually read a book in this series, but he doesn't know. I do, too. You do know? Is it the Sam Albury book? It is the Ah! Sam Albury book. I knew it! So, we recommend a series because here at Shades Midweek, we're inclusive. You might have different interests, different questions. And you know what? You have a seat at the table, especially around the fire at Bradford's Book Club. So let me just go through and list some of the titles of these books that really explain it well. And you could go through and look and pick one out. Jordan, I want you to pick your favorite book today. I don't care what John Mark or John thinks. Okay. The first book, Can Science Explain Everything by John Lennox. Hmm. The second one, Where is God in All the Suffering by Amy Orr Ewing? Why Does God Care Who I Sleep With? Like Jonathan already said, by Sam Albury. Is Jesus History by John Dixon? And the last one, which I purchased, Am I Just My Brain by Sharon Dirks? Dirks, I think is how you would say it. Dirks. So, yes, this is part of the um, Oxford Oxford Apologetics series. So, Jordan, as you, as you, you know, I just kind of s- listed those titles. Are there any that grab hold of you? I think is Jesus history. Mm. Is Jesus history? What can we really know for sure about the past? Can anything be trusted as reliable historical fact? In particular, are the historical sources for the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus trustworthy? Did a man called Jesus really live in the first century of Palestine or is he a figure of legend or simply made up? Check out the book to find out more. Fascinating. John Mark, did you have a book? I was going to say that one, but since he said that one, because yeah, that guy wrote... <clears throat> Bully- Wrote a book called Bullies and Saints. 
which I think has been featured on. We featured it. Bradford's Book Club yes. previously. That's right. cool, man. Jonathan, what about you? I'm going to go with Can Science Explain Everything by John Lennox. Mm, we just dabbled in this a little bit yesterday in our pastoral discipleship book, Shameless Pl- or Meeting, as we're reading through a book together. Shameless yeah. plug there. Uh-huh. It's a common conversation that I Jordan, have. why don't you come to the men's discipleship group? <laughs> I haven't <What>? been invited. <laughs> wow. There's a public invite. Wow. Or maybe I'm not interested. I don't know. What a move. <laughs> He's not coming now. That's maybe sure. it's maybe because it's at 6.15 a.m. I found that shaming people can be very effective in the short term. It's very destructive in the long term. This is what he's yeah. learned. But you listen to a lot of Brene Brown, eh? <laughs> yes, it kind of, it's kind of a reverse Brene Brown. <laughs> That's going to be my marketing. <laughs> okay. Brene Brownish. Check it out. Check out the series. What's your favorite book? Email us. Call Jonathan in the middle of the night. Tell him. This has been another segment of Bradford's Book Club. <laughs> People take these things seriously, Brad. They may actually call Jonathan in the middle of the night. I think it's time. We could only hope. I think it's time for us to renegotiate these segments. <laughs> so Nope, too late. Some of them have, have lived out, outlived their usage. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but that's not why we're here. It's not. All the books, all the music is fun. That's right. But we're here for the people. We're here to get to know the man behind the Rec Soccer League. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to meet a member. That's right. You already know he's in the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, none other than Jordan. You are. Jordan. That's a nice uh, stretch you were doing there. Yeah. Do you do that every time? <laughs> every single time. It's how I get my announcer. That's how you get that high on. pitch. Yeah. <laughs> The stretch voice. Yeah. Yep. You got to warm up because we're about to dive in. Jordan's oh been a longtime fan of the show, and after what he's observing now, I think he's done. <laughs> he's yeah. seeing, he's seeing behind the curtain. We were like the great and powerful Oz, and now we're just like a short man from Kansas. That's right. No offense to Kansas. <laughs> no, I meant to offend all of Kansas, all of our listeners, our thousands of listeners in Kansas, Brad. Well, no better way to start off Meet a Member than us talking about random stuff. So, Let's do it. to jump right in, Jordan, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from, where you were born, and what it was like growing up? I actually don't have any memory of childhood um, or anything before like three seconds ago. Is that going to be a problem? Or <laughs> no. Is it all repressed? As a counselor, I'm fascinated. <laughs> No, so uh, I grew up here in in the Birmingham area in Shelby County specifically. Um, lived in Shelby County, but did a lot of stuff in Jefferson County. Okay. So, went to school and church in Hoover. Um, yeah, I'm an only child. Where'd you go to church and are we better than them? Yes. Go, move on. So I grew up in, um, grew up in a, fairly large church that was Baptist-ish. Um, mm. It was an independent church. Um, I think that just meant that their money was separate, that yeah. it didn't. Uh, yeah, sure. But it was Baptist. Okay. Um, mm. But yeah, grew up here as an only child um, and always wanted siblings. So I married someone that had six siblings. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all both really is, went that the is opposite one direction way to there. do that. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I grew up um, in a small school. I went to school at the church that we went to. So there was like 40 people in my class. Okay. I went there from, yeah. from kindergarten to 11th grade. And then I actually made a change for my senior year um, and went to Briarwood, which also pretty small. But it was three times the size of my other school. So uh, it felt felt very large. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but grew up playing a lot of sports, love sports. Um, baseball which, is the yeah. kind of the one that, that took reign. Um, and probably ninth grade, I, I quit playing basketball and cross country and all the other things just to just to do baseball. What, what position? I played shortstop and pitched. Nice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sir. Still, still dabble a little bit here and there. Uh, have you yeah, have you well, taken a look at that old uh, Shades Valley softball team that's coming together? I'm I'm signed up. Are you really? Uh, well, not officially because there's not been an official sign up. But I was. I, I saw you on Church Center. I think I was in. the first person to respond. Mm. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. You got a starting shortstop and a pitcher. Hopefully, I mean, my wife will let me play. Now, how else? When Hamilton, you say you, Hamilton doesn't listen to this, so okay. Oh, oh so oh, we can so say whatever yeah, we, we want can say to. whatever we want. <laughs> Great. So, when you say you dabble, is that what you're talking about, or what other ways do you still dabble? Do you play for the Braves or something? We um, well, I play I play wiffle ball. Um, I'm in a men's wiffle ball league. Um, okay, which I didn't know existed until just now. Yeah, it's pretty serious. I've got is it her- fast pitch. No, uh, it's like medium pitch. It's a wiffle ball. You can whip them. Have you not seen those videos where people are yeah. throwing and it's like we're not down We're not that, that intense. We want okay. people to have a chance to hit the ball. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So we've tried to figure out what that line is. I see, I see. Um, it's a good league. It's over in Bluff Park. Are it you is. a part of it, Jermar? No, because they play on Sundays and I don't have enough energy to after I lead worship on Sundays to have And it. you hate baseball. Then and I'm not a huge baseball fan either and I'm bad at it so I would really just be very everyone would be angry at me is what I tell my neighbors when they ask me would you like to be a part of the team I'm like no you would just be angry with me the whole time mm. like it would hurt our friendship I would rather just show up and announce the game really you're looking yeah, at yeah. other people you yeah, should announce true. the games yeah. actually well, you- I, I, they, they had a volunteer announcement thing and I was trying to get signed oh. up so maybe this year I'll do it but. John Mark's neighbor was the league MVP this year <laughs> yes he which was. is wow. really He's frustrating because he bunted almost every single time he was up to bat Yes, yeah, so I didn't go to the awards show. Oh, and I'm okay. glad I wasn't there because I probably would have said something. <laughs> is there it just based on beside his MVP? I know. Is Definitely. it stats is, based? His batting average was probably insane. It was. It was like 700 or 800. It was insane. <laughs> like he's, he got he's an on incredible base. Athlete. It didn't matter how close they got. He too would get on base like every time. We knew he was going to bunt, and he still got on. It was incredible. Eric, if you're listening to this, yeah. congratulations. Wow. Oh my gosh. Impressive. So we veered a little bit from the subject at hand. Uh, but so baseball. That so never you played, happens on this podcast. Never. Though. So you played four years in high school? Yeah, I played in high school. Um, could have gone to like a really small university and played like D2, D3, uh-huh. and just decided to go the, the big school route and get that experience as opposed to went to a really good school he did did go to a really good school where where was that um it's over in uh west georgia (laughs) oh no sorry uh east alabama (laughs) east alabama university i don't don't know if if y'all alabama polytechnic lee Lee county university Uh, yeah i went to auburn um (laughs) 
Now, as you were as you were thinking about schools, why Auburn? What drew you for those listening to Auburn? You what, should be aware if you're a longtime listener of the show. You should definitely be aware of the irony and the subtext that's taking place here, because while while Jordan attended Auburn University, I have never seen you in blue and orange. I constantly see you in crimson. Yeah. You're a big Alabama fan. Yeah, I I looked at myself as like a missionary <laughs> from Tuscaloosa. Um, Ironically, um, Brad talks about Tuscaloosa as Babylon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't... The, the way I ended up there... So I went to the same school from kindergarten to 11th grade, like I said, and then changed schools my senior year. And uh, some of the guys that I got to be really close with my senior year were going to Auburn. I uh, went and visited and just loved it. I really, really liked the town. Yeah. Liked same, the vibe. It was a little more laid back. Say more about that. Listen, don't be a it's jerk. A, He's being honest, okay? So sit back. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great town. Also, also, they had a house and they needed another roommate and they invited me. And so it was kind of like, oh, that's a great. Oh, I had a built-in mm. cool place to live off campus, which was a huge mistake. Oh, I definitely should have lived on campus. <laughs> probably not with those guys. Um Love y'all. Um, I actually wanted to go to Ole Miss. Oh. I only applied to three schools. I applied to Ole Miss, Alabama, and Auburn. So were you already an Alabama fan at this point? Oh, huge. I mean, I grew up okay. grew up going to Tuscaloosa. Okay. Um, huge Alabama fan. So how did your family feel about this uh, trip to Auburn? So my dad, my parents had actually already purchased a place in Tuscaloosa for me to live. Uh, as like an investment opportunity as opposed to, you know, throwing away money on rent. Dude, do they still not talk about this? <laughs> it worked out somehow. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. So they got a really good pre-construction price on some apartment down there. Um, but that was that was the thing I was most afraid of was to tell him just because he like, he was literally invested in. Wow. I mean, because it was just, I mean, everybody knew that's just where I would go. I mean, why would I go anywhere else? Wow. Um, it worked out. He rented it for like 15 years and then sold it before he had to do any major work to it. He wasn't so. upset. He wasn't. No, I need to meet your father. He's a, he's a wonderful guy. <laughs> yeah. I need to meet this saint. man for real. So what were you looking to study? Did that factor into your choice? It didn't. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. No, not at all. Uh, Me I, neither. I had no clue what I wanted to do, yeah. uh, going to school. And for the first two years, really even Going into my third year, still really had no clue. Yeah, I, I still that. don't really know what I want to do. Um, All right, I need to pause yeah. right here and address something just so you'll know, okay? Do I have something in my beard? No, like <laughs> what you just said about that is something I'm going to talk about this Sunday in my opening sermon illustration. And I just need you to know that I'm not pointing directly. At Wait, you is when it I sure? Is it negatively? Are you are you paying that negatively? It's not. It's not necessarily negative. I'm, I am going to talk about the fact that there's. I still meet a lot of adults who say I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. I'm I'm kind of mentioning that, and I don't want Jordan to feel like I'm single. Jordan, how do you now. feel about Jonathan using this illustration? <laughs> wow. Uh, I think we'll Listen, probably just find written. a new church. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. I like to threaten to leave. <laughs> we've we've gotten the sense. We're it's not a, going anywhere, it's y'all. It's found, a bold strategy. power as a jo- member. Jordan, now I can threaten Jordan is like all those Alabama players that walked into Saban's <laughs> office after the playoff game. He's like, I'm leaving. <laughs> if I don't get some new NIL money. I've been watching Suits. And, and like, I, yeah, could we never, watch suits. I could never be a lawyer. But I think it's like creeping into my life a little bit. Like I'm kind of putting my foot down. TV lawyer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. In. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching that as well. Oh, uh, okay. Where were we? So we uh, we were making in, it to in college. college. Yes. Well, yeah, and then so you we said, well, he asked you what you were going to study, and you said you didn't really. There, that was not a determining factor as to why you selected the college. Yeah, year. it really wasn't. It just it felt right, mm-hmm. um, right, and had good friends there. So, so what'd you end up studying? Came around to exercise science mm-hmm. um, with the the idea of maybe being a physical therapist, um, doing something kind of sports related. Yep. Um, turns out you need to make really good grades to do that. <laughs> Levi, my son, are you listening? <laughs> Listen well. Um, I had dug myself into a pretty nice hole those first two years of college. Mm. When were you at Auburn? Uh, I graduated high school in 06. Oh, so we would have been there at the same time. Yeah. Never saw you. Or did you? Maybe. Maybe. Which ministry did you go to? Auburn Christian Fellowship. That's why. I was an RUF guy. Oh, okay. I had some Kinda. RUF friends. Did you know Lucas Higgins? Nope. Okay. Cool. That's Good all talk. I got. <laughs> Did you know Joseph Wonski? Yeah, I knew Joseph. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? We were, we were talking about your Brad major. Brad keeps interrupting well, your flow keeps of your jumping story. jumping around. I looked into exercise science as well, and then I was like, oh, you got to take a lot of science classes yeah, for yeah, exercise yeah. science. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would just exercise the whole time. I was wrong. That's, uh, what, that's what I thought. Yeah, no. So did really, really poorly in school for the first two years. Um, dug myself into a nice hole. Mm. And the physical therapy uh, degree became a doctorate program, which made it more competitive. Um, that happened, like, around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was people that were kind of on the med school route that were like, uh, not getting into med school and then going to get their DPT. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I that kind of derailed that idea um so uh when i finished uh, my baseball coach actually my high school baseball coach had taken a job with the city Mm -hmm. uh, city of hoover and was working at the rec center running the rec center and they had like a part-time job open at the front desk and that's kind of how i started on that path and it's just kind of over 12 years has turned into a career wow yeah very cool that's awesome so that we've this is a little bit of a different structure than we normally do with the interview. I'm into I know, it. I'm jumping ahead. I like I'm sorry. it. No, I like it. But no, this is it's good. It's all connected. It is all connected. I kind of like this taking different themes and tracing them. So I, you know, I want to hear about your faith and how you came to faith and what that has looked like. But I'm wondering if we should first do a lightning round. Jordan just took a deep breath, looked up to God. Let me get my notes. Set a prayer. Just kidding. Lightning round. Jordan, you may be familiar with the lightning round here. We ask a question. You have three seconds to answer. After three seconds, we slap you in the face if you do not have an answer. I'm about to get slapped. So I like times. this new and approved lightning round. This is great. I was hoping y'all would do something new. <laughs> Whatever comes to your mind first is the answer. John Mark, start us off. How do you like your eggs? It depends. Okay. Right mm. now, I like them over medium, and mm. I cook them like uh, so. I make breakfast every day. Yeah. Um, I cook them in a cast iron, but I like to get it really hot, so they're kind of crispy on the outside, mm-hmm. but still runny inside. But love it. But in like two months, I might switch back to scrambled. Yep. I wow. I, I bounce back and forth. We'll have to interview you again. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. If 
your house is on fire. You have just enough time to run in there and grab one inanimate object. Don't worry, your loved, one, loved ones and pets have already made it out safely. What's the one thing you're going to save from the blazing inferno, Jordan? Probably, like, some of my dad's old records. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask I you like if you that. collect anything. I don't know if I collect records, but I, I have some records. I have records. I have records, and I have, like, some of my dad's old ones. He actually sold a bunch of them at a garage sale right before I got into oh. records, which is uh, kind of a bummer. Brutal. Um, but we've still got some good ones. Nice. What's the best donut shop in Birmingham? Shipley's? I don't know. I'm not a big donut guy. Okay. All right. That's good. I you like are. the classic, just regular old. I do like a cake donut, and they have a good blueberry cake donut. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, is there a treat? Like, what's your favorite treat to eat? Uh, definitely a chocolate chip cookie with a glass, like a huge glass of cold milk. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. All right. Or, or maybe like four cookies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no doubt. We, we got a sleeve. We bought 20 cookies from this food delivery service and they got delivered on monday today is wednesday there are one or two cookies left <laughs> and i've done most of the damage yeah. <laughs> love it and a similar note do you believe in ghost uh, no okay. why not <laughs> uh, i just don't are aliens you don't have to give any more of an answer uh, do, do aliens exist definitely not okay man he's got he's got some Hard I mean, here's here's the thing. If they yeah. did with everybody's got a a camera that they walk around, wouldn't yeah. wouldn't we have seen them at this point? I don't know. Maybe they're invisible. Mm. I mean, do you ever see Predator? I feel like Are you saying they're ghosts? Do you ever see Predator? I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe that movie would completely change my mind on it a might, lot of things. It might yeah, it, it'll completely rewrite the way you see the universe. <laughs> Predator. <laughs> I watched that recently, like last year. Really? Yeah. I went through like a big uh, Sylvester Stallone kick. Yes. Oh, yeah. Specifically like some of his 80s movies. So I watched Cobra and Predator. And I don't think I've seen that movie since he the was early in Predator, 90s. Right? Yeah. Do you have I it on the wall others. over there? <laughs> I do have Predator. Yeah. I do have Predator over there somewhere. Maybe I'll take it home and yeah. do some It's homework. on DVD, though. It's not like HD or anything, Blu-ray. Have you ever been admitted to the hospital? If so, what for? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Please here. give us your full medical history. Here we go. No HIPAA <laughs> violations at all. Here we go. Jonathan knows about this. Jonathan came and visited me, actually. So I thought I was having a heart attack like a year ago, maybe. Mm. Turns out I was having a panic attack. So that's very yay, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that's very common. Yeah. It is very it's common. It's crazy. Um, what was like I the was, first time it ever happened? Too, I right? was convinced that I was having a heart attack. Like my left arm, like started to get numb. Like my chest started tightening, shortness of breath. Yeah, I'd just gotten off the phone with an angry parent. Shocker! Um, it wasn't me, guys. Flag football. <laughs> um, yeah, it was to not all, me. To all you angry parents out there overreacting to your children's yeah, sports things, just know it affects real people. Oh my Seriously. gosh, it affects I, real people. I, I I was on a um a call yesterday where there's a national like parks and recreation association um that does conferences and but they they have resort- had the same experience that you had well the the topic yeah. of the conversation yesterday was literally mental health in our profession and it's wow i mean obviously that that plays a part in every profession but it was it's interesting to like delve into how 
things affect your profession. Right. Um, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So is that part, is that part of your work is dealing with parents that have complaints or not as much anymore? Um, thank Jesus. Thank take goodness. the wheel. I did about six months of work in athletics and, uh, it was great, yeah. but I'm I'm excited that I've moved on to doing some different things. You know, I don't know if this fits into the lightning round, but I did want to ask you. I watched a documentary about people who works in park and, parks and recreation. I wanted to ask you how accurate it was. Was it uh, the office? No, it was just called Parks and Recreation. <laughs> <laughs> Not the show, though. Nobody has yes, the, the show. I was just oh, being sarcastic. A oh, Nobody gosh. has ever asked me that before when I told them I work in Parks and Rec. Oh. No, no one's ever. No one's made that show. Every single person, when you tell them you work in Parks and Rec, is like, "Is it just like the show? <laughs> just like the show?" You're like, um, "Yes, just like everything is like TV." Yes, uh, I would say no. It's not like that. <laughs> but some of the characters, like we have people that are like exact replicas of. That's pretty people. funny. Um, th- I worked with a guy named Andy, Andrew. <laughs> Everybody called him Andy, and he he was Andy. (laughs) Like, the most lovable, like, everybody loved this guy. Um, Yeah. If you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would you go? Uh, That's easy, the Patagonia. Mm. Nice. What's the first concert you ever went to? Oh, gosh. Are y'all ready for this? Yes. Yes. Bring it. I feel like y'all should guess. (laughs) Is it Christian? Was it a Christian concert? He graduated from high school in 2006. Can you give us the age you were? I, it, I was, oh, I might have been in middle school. So we're no, talking I was like, probably younger than that. I might have been elementary. Was it a so Christian? We're talking like, it was late a late ba- 90s. Can, and you grew up in kind of Can a you, Baptist. Um, it was not Christian. Okay. I'd, I'd uh, Creed. Night. That's what I was going to ask. That was a great guess. <laughs> um, y'all, my first concert was Celine Dion. <laughs> And I I'm, bet it was incredible, dude. I bet it, it was, was. She's a flipping diva. <laughs> I missed a baseball game to go to the concert. Of course you did. I think I was in fourth or fifth grade. You were I, in love. I was. Um, so <laughs> this was after Titanic came out. Oh yeah, man. She's in her prime, right? I mean, it was, she really was she's on in top her of prime. The world. Um, and y'all, nobody got that reference. It was so good. Um, she didn't. Thank you, I was so confused though because she didn't play. My heart will go on, oh. and I was like, "Are you kidding? Like, yeah. what is <laughs> this? Is like all I came for?" Because my parents took me to see that movie in the theaters, which you know was a little bit controversial. Yeah. There's little, some scenes. little racy. We actually after it was after either a basketball game or a baseball game. We were at O Charlie's because that's where we ate a lot how after games. Would you be sitting next to your mom during that? We movie? were, yeah, we were about to like my parents were considering going to taking me to see the movie, and they asked the O Charlie's waiter, like who had seen it, if they yes. thought it would be appropriate. And Makes I was like, sense. This is where we get our parenting advice. Cool. You, you see, the, the, oh, yeah, oh, so oh, before oh. common sense media, right, now we yeah. get up on yeah, websites just, and all this. Yeah, you just I had mean, to ask your waiter before. What you when had you to were do before, yeah, back right, in the dark ages, right oh, after Charlie's. your salad. <laughs> I don't. Are you? Did you mix that up with the O'Reilly's? Is that O'Reilly's? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you did. But it felt like it felt right. <laughs> if they would have used that, they would probably still oh, be in business. Oh, 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 oh Charlie's. Charlie's. Doesn't that sound good? Did you go to the one Auto on two parts. on uh, Highway two eighty. Uh, this would have been the one on one nineteen. Oh yeah, I've, I've been to. I went to that one too. Yeah. 
But no. so, of course, she played the song. Yeah. It was the encore. The encore. But uh, I didn't know that encores existed because I'd never been to a concert. Wait, you, you they're thought coming she back left? out? You uh, yeah, she, she was, was gone. I, I was. I might have started to cry. I don't know. Um, you definitely did well, cry I'll tell when you, she sang it. Oh, you know, a doubt. You know who's <laughs> a big do. Celine Dion fan is my wife, Ashley DeRoe. She's seen really? Celine Dion before. Uh, so she's listening right now, freaking out and loving. Nice. That, that hey, your first concert. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How oh. often do you floss? Oh, I floss pretty much every single time I brush my teeth and when I don't brush my teeth. Like, I have floss in my glove compartment and a drawer and my office. I don't brush my teeth as much as I should, though. Does the dentist just love you? I haven't been to the dentist in, like, three years. No cavities, oh. no pain. Um, oh, I, it's good. I probably need to go. Do y'all have a dentist that you recommend? <laughs> I no, go, I'm actually I looking see, for one. I go see Daniel Family Dentistry. He's located down 280. I've been seeing him for a while. Ugh, down 280? Did you just get paid for that? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking. A, I'm looking for an NIL deal here. He's we got a Mountain Family Dentistry, which is also out 280. Why are we all driving down yeah. 280 to get the last team? time I went to I the dentist know, was out in Mount Laurel? I mean, there's one in Bluff Park, but I'm like, I don't know. It's too close to home. I don't know. <laughs> That's I don't true. Want to run into I my dentist in the grocery store. <laughs> oh, so weird. It's a really I'm good point. In my cart. I don't. <laughs> Jordan, I don't know. what is the best romantic comedy? Best rom com. Best. Rom com. Mm. Well, that's actually a great question. Mm-hmm. I think I would have to say, because I have such fond memories of watching this with my mom growing up, I would say Sleepless in Seattle. Yep. Oh, oh classic. Dude, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He's one of my favorites. Goodness. And that's a, isn't that a Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they did several together. They right? did. Oh, they did. You've got Mail, yeah, yeah. which is just You've a spinoff of Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, I feel like love a, both of those. Anyway, um, y'all saying rom com reminded me on Sunday from our from our movie buff, our local movie buff Patrick Smith. I learned a new term because you know Valentine's Day was recent, and he talked about how oh this was Ash Wednesday. It was Valentine's Day. He said he was going home to watch a zomcom. <laughs> y'all familiar with this? Oh yeah, wow. a zombie romantic comedy. I never heard this term. I'll pass. I didn't know. It was the one. I remember seeing the ads for this several years ago. It was, it's called like Warm Bodies. Do you yeah, remember Yeah, Warm Bodies. Yeah. yeah. I've anyway, never seen it, but. I haven't seen it either. Interesting. Jordan, what's the, awesome. what's the I fastest you've ever. Do you the ask fastest? all the questions? Because yeah, I have He's asking a lot right now. <laughs> what's the fastest you've ever driven in a car? Driven or ridden? Driven. Mm, I think I got my old uh, 97 Pathfinder up to like. 115. All right. Was that your first car? Did it start shaking? (laughs) Yes, that was my first car. I'm pretty sure there was a girl in the car with me, too. Not cool. Well, you're trying to to impress her with my fast car. All right. Well, let's let's try to wrap this up here. Two things. Uh, While you were at Auburn, did you go to any Auburn football games or did or were you like, "Ah, I can't even go in there? So I went (laughs) I went to the first game my freshman year. They were playing Kansas State. Kansas State had a big, tall quarterback. I can't remember his name. He was oh, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was that guy's name? He played in the NFL He did, yeah. He, he was yeah. good. Um, I had made the decision when I went to Auburn. Like, I went and bought an Auburn hat, and I even got, like, an Auburn car tag that I was going to put on my car and, wow. like, pull for Auburn when they weren't playing Alabama. Yeah, um, right. Makes sense. So I went to that game, and at halftime, I called my dad, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. It, it's... 
feels like I'm going against every everything that I've ever been taught. I like how um, you called your dad. And yeah. a single tear fell from your father's I eye. Hope, I hope Moses does that for me one day when he gets older. If he goes to Alabama, he yeah. calls me. And he, he will. He will. Um I went. I went to anytime they played Alabama. I went. Obviously, right. Um, right. I went to bigger games. I mean, I I love sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. Went to some of the Georgia games. Right. Um, but there was a year, the Cam Newton year, I sold like almost all my tickets and made a ton of money. I bet. Um, Man. I bet. I, yeah. I sold parking in my house that year. I don't blame like, you. I I made a lot of money off of Auburn being good yeah, at football. It was crazy down there. Mm-hmm. I. I love being around success, and so it was re- that that year was actually really fun. Um, that's why it comes to shades. That's true. Um, <laughs> but Winners. Like, I went to Tumors that year, like after after they won the SEC championship, after he won the Heisman, oh, wow. after they won the national championship, yeah. just to just to be around. I mean, yeah. my friends were really excited. Yeah. You know, it's cool to cool to experience that. Jordan's a good guy. Jordan's a good guy. All right, wow. this is my last question, and then I've got one more, and, and then we'll be done. Uh, I've got one. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to. That's right. This is definitely not lightning. Who speed. would you want to play you? Sorry, in no, it's not your fault. It's our fault about your life. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I I can see that. Mm, that's a good call. That it's it's kind of like wishful thinking. You know, he's he's pretty attractive from what I hear. But um, <laughs> yeah, all right, he is attractive. Not, not a personal opinion from the polls. I'm no, taking. okay, he's attractive. <laughs> Let's be real. It's an objective reality. Yeah, it's just true. Could, yeah. Would it be like? And I love kinda, his sister too. Would it be like Maggie's great? Oh yeah. Would it be like kind of crazy Jake Gyllenhaal performance? Because you know he's got this kind of universe. Like Donnie out Darko. It's kind of wild. He's kind of crazy. Yeah, like, I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, so I'd never. I'm not familiar with a ton of Jake Gyllenhaal's work, but you saying that, yeah. uh, I watched this John Mulaney special a couple of years ago on uh, Netflix called Sack Lunch Bunch. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's, it was he made on. it to kind of feel like like kid shows felt for us growing up, like Sesame Street or something like that. And Jake Gyllenhaal shows up as this zany music man character. Have you ever watched that number? I've seen parts of that show. Dude, you need to just watch you know. just that number because it was wild. Yeah. <laughs> I was a, not great prepared actor. for it. I anyway, like sorry. Stuff. All right, keep going. Well, my follow up to the other question a moment ago was favorite. Alabama football game that you've ever been to? Oh, man. Because I know you've been to I know you go a lot. I know you've been to a bunch. That's really hard to nail down. Oh, man. I mean. Have you ever seen them win? Did you ever go to a national championship? I have not been to a okay. national championship. I've actually never been to an SEC championship. Okay. Um, okay. Which hurts to say. Um, I love going to the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Like, I... I I go to it in Auburn. I go to it in Tuscaloosa. It's I've gotten to the point where I actually like watching games at home better because you can right. like yeah, go just, to the bathroom. It's and easier. called aging. Yeah, it's easier. You can hear and see things better. Um, I would say the the four overtime Bryce Young game. Ugh. I was there. <laughs> I was there with my with my brother in law. Um, Brutal. So I've got a lot of brother in laws. And there's one that's an Alabama fan, and we got to go together. And this game was in Auburn, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, I get more tickets to Auburn things than I do Alabama <laughs> things because I'm married into a, an Auburn family, and they have oh. season tickets to everything. Um, but getting to be there with him for that game, and it, it was such an ugly, yeah. kind of boring game. I mean, it was shocking. Game. It was weird. Well, it was 10-3 to three in the fourth quarter. 
of that yeah. game, right? I mean, you know what? I take that back. <clears throat> my favorite one was this past one. Yeah, I don't know. I went to one with my dad growing up. I all of them. They're they're His favorite one is all. They of them. really are. They're all great. I mean, that game is just. There's nothing like it. Uh, Ohio game. State, Michigan's got nothing yeah. on. I Forget mean, that, man. Big Ten. Mm-mm. Forget about it. Get real. Mm-mm. All right, Brad. Close this up here with the lightning round. Well, Jordan, you can have dinner with anyone from history, dead or alive. They just can't be in the Bible. Who are you going to pick? Y'all, this is three such, people. This is such a hard question. Dead or alive. Okay. We've already talked about this guy once. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> All right. Two of them. Let's just move on to the next thing. Uh, George Washington is my first one. And ah. I, had, I had a little bit on it, um, you know, against partisanship, which, I, which I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know. Just, just a fascinating guy. Um, mm mm-hmm. George Washington Carver would be my next one. Wow. And it's going to get confusing. And the two, <laughs> it is, but the, the, I think the two of them together would be really fascinating. George. Yeah. George. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. George, George Washington, obviously, right, like owned slaves, like was given a slave at 11 years old, mm-hmm. um, but also through his history, like kind of pulled away from that, which was probably not the norm. In that time, mm-hmm. George Washington Carver was born into a slave family. So I think the two of the, right. I, I don't know. I think there's like this redemptive uh, opportunity. I, I think their conversations alone would be fascinating. Um, George Washington Carver was a Christian. Um, he was th- that intersection between science and, and faith and um, mm. a, a lot of his work, obviously in science, but also um, he, he seemed to care very deeply about his students and was more interested in um, and, and their well-being than their education. Um, so I think the two of them would be, would be really interesting together. And then the third would be Zach Galifianakis just to, <laughs> just to lighten it up a little bit. Could he do, could this between two ferns? Yeah. It would be a between two ferns episode. Like the first two were so thoughtful, like the depth. Yeah. We needed somebody to. to we need somebody to bring it And back. I'm like, who's going to be the third? Like, how is he going to bring it all together? Yeah. And you did not disappoint. Yeah. Washington apparently loved to dance, too. So, I don't know. I mean, I could see it turning oh, into... Oh, maybe a Dancing with a Star situation. Yeah, I could see it going there. We'll see. Okay. Well. Congratulations. You survived, sir. That was one of my favorite lightning rounds of all time. Ooh, man. Tough. Of all wow. time. All right. Take, take a sip of water. Seriously. So, uh, I think we're going to go back and we're just talk a little bit about, about your faith journey. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came to faith and what that looked like through sure. teenage years into college? Yep. So, um, as I said before, grew up in a Christian home. Um, kind of all I've really ever known being around church and, and growing up in a Christian school. Um, and a super super thankful uh, that my parents, you know, ma- they made a lot of sacrifices to be able to, to send me to a private school and, and to have some of those experiences. Sometimes I feel like I missed out on like some normalcy, right? Like a, like a normal public school. I, I'm kind of jealous of folks that, um, normal public school trauma. Yeah. Well, they had some of that. And I think that we're probably, we're met with some different challenges. Sure. I think, um, there is, 
some truth to kind of being in a bubble sometimes, especially at a really small Christian school and it just being the, like the norm and expected. Right. Right. Um, I think it probably kind of created, um, like I've always had faith, but the depth of it probably was hurt by Mm -hmm. it just being kind of like, well, yeah, this is just who I am. You know, you just go to church and, yeah, that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think sometimes, uh, I think being in a different environment could have probably challenged me a little sure. more. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a point in your faith journey where you feel like your faith kind of became your own? Yeah, I mean, honestly, honestly, probably later on in college, um, and maybe even, I mean, honestly, maybe like as an adult kind of, um, yeah, yeah, really as an adult. Um, I mean, I I feel like, I I feel like it's obviously something that's constantly, um, deepening and, um, but yeah, I mean, I think for, like I said, for so much of childhood, it was just part of life and then getting into college and not having anyone there holding your hand, like telling you that you have to go to church or taking you to church or literally being in a school where, one of your classes is Bible. Right. Um, right. Having to make that decision to wake up and go do things and uh, be a part of the body. Um, I, I think that was probably just a big part of it for me is, um, is that. So, yeah. mm. With the way that Brad talks about Auburn, it does shock me that they don't require Bible. It's, um, it is kind of shocking. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a class... Uh, on the Bible, but I would not recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, so um, so tell us about when you uh met your bride. So Hamilton and I, um, Hamilton went to Auburn as well, um, and I like kind of knew of Hamilton. Uh, she was pretty involved with RUF. Uh, she was good friends with Joseph Wolnski, um, and. I had a friend, my best friend who I lived with and Hamilton had some classes together. And so I kind of got to n- know who she was through, through some of that was always kind of interested in who she was, thought she was really pretty, um, thought she was just kind of intriguing. And, uh, she, I think she sent me a Facebook message at some point, like before she was about to move to Italy. Uh, like we had seen each other at RUF, but didn't really know each other well. And she was like, Hey, you should come sit with me at RUF tonight. And I was like, Whoa, (laughs) slow down. Slid into the DMS. Um, and this was like her last RUF before she was about to go to Italy for the semester. You know, so it was like, seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I was super nervous. Um, cause so y'all, so nothing before this, like just kind of been around each other. We had been around each other. We knew who each other were, but we like, you know, it's kind of one of those like, just in passing. Deals. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so did that. She went to Italy. I actually think I've ran into her. So you did sit beside her though. Yeah. yeah. Sat with her. Wow. Um, Sparks fly. Uh, no. What was the uh, sermon on that night? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Um, so she goes to Italy. She comes back and it's kind of, you know, you know, it's college, you know, there's a lot going on, but, but she, she had certainly like I was in, I I was interested in who she was and kind of wanted to get to know her better. Mm-hmm. Um, ran into her actually at the Wolnski's house over Christmas for one of their like Christmas concerts that they used what to year do. Would this have been? Long time ago, like 
2011, 2012, maybe. Dude, I might have been there. Yeah, you might have. Like, if it was, if it was tw- one of the first things I went to was something at the. And this was, was Joseph's was, band's playing. Joseph's band playing. I don't remember who played. Dude, I'm gonna go look through my pictures yeah. right now and see if yeah, I can find you might have been there. Hamilton. But anyway, so like we just kind of, you know, like we kind of ran in some of the same circles. But uh, so one summer, um, we both ended the uh, the summer after our senior years. I guess we were still we hadn't graduated uh, her because she had decided to like move to Peru and help people for a year and gone to Italy and all these things. Mm. And me just because I was a terrible student. Um, but um, we were both in Auburn one summer and you know, your friend groups kind of shrink down you know, everybody leaves. And so you end up hanging out with different people. And I was working, I was working at a bar at a, at a club, like a, a music venue kind of club kind of place, working the door, bartending a little bit, booking some shows and she had a friend that also worked there and she, she kind of started coming in and visiting after work. She would come, you know, have a drink, listen to music. Um, and her friend thought she was there to see her, but I knew all along she was coming to kind of like run into me. Um, so I'd get off work at like midnight or one and, you know, it's college summers. I'd text everybody. We'd go swimming like night swimming. And there, so there's just this like big mass group text that would go out of like, Hey, I'm off work heading to the pool. There was this pool that you could jump off the second floor into the pool. There was none of us lived there, but nobody ever was at this pool. So it kind of became our pool. Um, and she kind of started coming to that. And one night she came, with a guy she she, <gasps> she rode up with another guy who was a who was a mutual friend and uh i think he was interested in her um mm. and as the night went on you know people were leaving and it got to where it was just me and her and him <laughs> and uh that was kind of weird um and he was ready to go and she was like i think i'm just gonna stay wow even though they had ridden there together and i was like Yes, got so, This is like um, a movie. So we're in the pool. This is the first time we've probably ever like really been like one on one, like with you know, an opportunity to like really get to know each other and talk to each other. So we're like, you know, walking around the pool together, chatting. I think we like start dancing in the pool, and wait, you went from walking around the pool to no, no, like in, in the, the pool, pool. Oh, okay, inside yeah, of the yeah. pool, inside the pool. And uh, I'm just gonna be honest. I tried to kiss her that night, and she pulled she pulled away. Oh. And um, no, I was not. I mean, I respect your decision to yeah, do that at the time, but I was. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. I was. I was not used to people pulling away. You know, it's kind of like, of course, seriously, you're gonna do that. I mean, you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, and so, but at, at it was almost like at that moment. Because I was very interested in her, it, at that moment, it that almost like cemented it for me. It was like, yeah, like you're not here for the cheap thrills. Like you want to like she wanted she wanted to get to know me, um, mm. and so for the rest of that summer, we spent almost every night from the hours of like midnight to two a.m. hanging out, like riding bikes throughout Auburn, swimming, and I didn't try to kiss her again for months. I made her wait <laughs> like a really, really, really long time. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we started to get to know each other. That's cool. Uh, you know, I, people knew that we were 
starting to kind of hang out and would give the advice of, uh, you know, you need to be really intentional and take her out on a date and all these things. And that just kind of wasn't who I was. I'm just not an intentional person. Um, <laughs> that there's some truth to that, but, um, but I, I, I didn't take anybody's advice. I, I felt like I knew that it would scare her away, that that's what everyone else had done, you know? And so I just, kind of went about it my way and turns out it was the right way that's right so wow and so when did you guys how long did y'all sorry that took a long time well we wanted to hear it so how long did y'all not date but do whatever y'all did until you got married (laughs) uh we were uh, a couple years um so we did some uh we probably dated in the same place for about a year and then she moved to missouri to uh, pursue some more school so we long distance dated for about a year. I was in Birmingham. She was in Missouri. Um, did that for about a year. And then uh, she, I thought when she finished that, when she, cause she was uh, studying dietetics to become like a registered dietitian. Mm. Thought when she finished that, she would get a job. We'd get married. Um, well, turns out while she was doing her rotations for that program, she decided she wanted to become a nurse. Oh, so more school. So she applied to a bunch of different schools and only got into one in Nashville. She got into Vanderbilt to do a master's in nursing. Mm. So we remained long distance so that she could do that. Um, she did a year up there at Vanderbilt and then we ended up getting married after. So we were, we were long distance for dating for almost two years. Wow. Um, yeah, and then we actually ended up being long distance married for about a year and a half too. It's a long story, but yeah, we've oh. spent a lot of time apart. Yes, I mean I know it's a long story. I want to hear it at some point. Yeah, man. So, how long have y'all been married now? We will have been married ten years this upcoming December. Hey, the big one zero. I got really lucky. My anniversary is twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So can't really forget that yeah, one that's a good one <laughs> yeah oh man and kiddos yep we have a four-year-old little boy named charlie and an almost 10-month-old little boy named lewis uh, we have a nine almost nine-year-old black lab and we have three goats, three goats. the goats <laughs> inside or outside goats uh they're they're outside goats okay uh, charlie thinks it's really funny when they come in the house uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if you know anything about fan. goats, but they not a lot. Um, they don't really control their bladder. certain things. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they like poop while they're running. It's like little pellets. It's weird. Um, Do you, have your goats yeah. ever made like that crazy sound? You know that there was like all these YouTube videos. Oh, the screaming goats. goats? Yeah, uh, they're not. Screaming they ever goats. done that? Yeah, I love that so much. No, they're cool though. They're very much yeah. Hamilton's thing. But I've like I've finally kind of started to like soften to him a little bit i've always heard the joke of like you know not having to mow your yard if you have goats is there any truth to that we haven't uh they haven't been grown adults uh in the summer or springtime yet because we just got them this past uh i guess the summer um and so they were living on the porch this summer um they were itty bitty um we'll see they they like to eat things that are up higher so they love like eating leaves off of branches and that sort of right, stuff right I'm, I'm thinking that i'm still gonna have to mow my my grass which <laughs> it's unfortunate it's, it's unfortunate because mm. i'm really afraid of wasps 
Well, man, uh, tell us, uh, just to kind of wrap things up here, how'd y'all end up at Shades? So, um, good question. Uh, we were members at a, at another church. Um, were we better than them? For a couple of years. <laughs> just kidding. Jeez. Goodness gracious. Wow. I'm leaving. We're very, <laughs> we're very insecure, if you can't tell. Apparently. Didn't know this. Yeah. Um, yeah, members at, a, at another uh, church in town for a couple of years, and uh, we had Charlie, and COVID happened, and this was like this perfect storm of us. The, the church that we went to met in the afternoons, um, which turned out to be like right during the middle of nap time. Mm. Um, y'all, y'all know about that. Oh yeah. Um, and it was kind of one of those like between that and COVID, it was like enough of an excuse to just not go. And like mm. to kind of not really be involved, um, which was unfortunate. Um, but so we, for almost two years, probably weren't really going anywhere uh, with any consistency. Mm. Um, and so finally, at some point in 2022, we were like, "Hey, we should go to church again. <laughs> uh, we have a we have a kid. <laughs> we would like for him to, you know, and and obviously for us too. But yeah. um, and." so that church was still meeting in the afternoons and um, we kind of decided we wanted to find somewhere that met in the mornings, visited a couple places and, and we knew some people here. Like I grew up with uh, Becky Kittinger, uh, oh. Weldon. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. She obviously knew the Wolnskis and I think there's some other folks that she had met through work or other things. Um, but yeah, just came and visited once and it just, it just really clicked. Um, I've I've really appreciated the ability to I feel like be able to come in and just be myself and not feel like I have to act like I'm something that I'm not. Um, yeah. And I've I've felt that at some other places and that's not ideal. Yeah. Sure. So. Yeah, well, we're thankful that y'all yeah. found your way here. Yeah, and uh, remind us when did you become a member again? Was that last year? You guys officially yeah, just at the end, I guess, paperwork? of the end of twenty three, we finally turned it. In. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, I would, as many I would threats get a, as we're getting I would get to get leave, a, we're hey, reconsidering. Yeah. I would get, I would get a, a message from Jonathan every once in a while because J- Jonathan did a great job of just like I feel like kind of treating us like members, even though we weren't like you know, checking in and um, getting those reminders of like, hey, like here's the paperwork again. If you want <laughs> no pressure and I never That's felt funny. pressure. It really was just like, we just didn't do it. We wanted to. Um, and then finally we were like, okay, we got to make this priority. Um, and I'm so glad we did. Yeah. That's funny because I think, uh, I knew about y'all or not you, but your wife, because my wife at one point was thinking about becoming a lactation consultant. And so gotcha. I think she met with, uh, Hamilton and maybe, Grace Wonski or I can't remember who yeah. it was, but got together and met some. And then when uh, maybe I met y'all or either my wife saw y'all coming and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like uh, just those two worlds coming together, that yeah. connection. Yeah, it's funny. I, I've always been one of those people that like kind of has people everywhere. Like I, I, I don't meet a stranger. <laughs> um, and so like we can be at a restaurant and I'll, you know, run it. And Hamilton's always like, how do you know all these people? And now it's like, totally flipped on its head like we can't go anywhere without her like running into a client or running into um so that's been really fun to get to see like um 
just the connections she's made with the community through mm-hmm. what she does. So yeah, so cool. That's awesome. I love it, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of the middle of your day to come and hang with us. Don't tell my boss. Oh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say did we, we even, won't publish this anywhere. Did we publicly? even talk That's about? Right. We did talk about what you did for what you do for work, right? Did you mention that at the end of? Yeah, so oh, I'm yeah. trying to think. I work for the throughout. city of Hoover uh, in the Parks and Rec Department, and yes. I've done a little bit of everything through the years. Right. And uh, right now, I'm kind of uh, I'm in an administrative position. Um, we kind of lend administrative to support to all the divisions of our department, but also work on special projects. So trying to get some trails built in Hoover. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm kind of a catch-all. Like if it doesn't naturally fit somewhere, it, it comes to to our division or to me which is great every day is different so yeah no, ron swanson as it were <laughs> <laughs> just need to cut this beard off and have a mustache only uh, no, no, i love it well you can tell your boss that it was to promote hoover parks and rec that's, that's right we did for that's 10 seconds for, yes. <laughs> hoover parks and rec give a donation go online i don't know if that's a thing <laughs> Just sign your kids up to play football or something. Get a t-shirt. And, and make sure you yell at everybody. <laughs> yeah, the coaches, sure. the refs, yell at the, refs the league administrator. Yeah, that, just try to ruin as many people's lives as possible. That would be – we should do an episode where uh, entitle it How to Keep Your Cool During Your Kid's Sporting Event, and we'll bring you back on. And I, just have you tell stories. That's a great idea. And I some feel of your like Ashley should be here for that one because I feel like from – Ashley and I have gotten to know each other because we were in a run group together. And so she'll kind of talk about, you know, the basketball game or the flag football game. And and from what I gather, (laughs) she gets pretty into it. Oh, yeah. We both can, for sure. I'm envisioning this episode as one that you do by yourself and you've got Jordan from the parks and rec side. You've got Ashley from the parent side and then into your counseling world, you need to reach for someone that does some good anger management stuff. <laughs> I just want to see that unfold. This should happen. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd yeah. be great. I think it would I'm, be too. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking about Everybody it. Everybody just puts together the YouTube That's compilations, right, the compilations. Of, of parents going crazy, but nobody talks about this. Exactly. So did I just get added as a permanent member of the you, podcast? You or? did. Okay, cool. Yes, we're going to need some more chairs in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So good. Well, if you have any questions about parks and recreation. That's right. Or any just questions for Jordan in general. Yeah, call me. Yeah. Or email us here, and we'll pass it along to him via snail mail, because... We like to do things the old-fashioned way. I could drop it by his house. <laughs> yeah. That's We're true. We're a part of the Bluff Park contingent here. At yeah, just, that just is put really, it in the mailbox. Really taking over. Just saying, the Bluff Park is taking over. Yeah, when is the church going to move up to Bluff Park? <laughs> I, I heard some rumors. I'm not opposed. I don't want to be controversial or Y'all, anything. This is how rumors get started. Well, we've actually been talking about it in our elders meetings. There's oh, a piece of word. there's a piece of land that we've been looking at, no, and we talked to an architect. Someone is going to take you seriously, or someone's just going to make a joke about it offhanded from having heard. About I heard there's the not park. any parking issues in Bluff Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I love it. We're all losing our jobs. Well, yep. this has been great. Jordan, thanks for taking time out of your schedule yes. to come here and visit with us yeah, today. It was awesome. So good. It's a great episode. Yes. Uh, just email so us. Fun. Email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. Look, sometimes we get a lot of emails. Um, we do try to read all of them. Sometimes we get to read them on the show. If they're a bit longer, we just, we just don't have the time to do that. But... 
just know that we do read them and appreciate them all. If you want to email us, you can email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. Why is that, Brad? Because here at Shades Midweek, you're part of the conversation.